I never go down to the bottom of the field. The people that make their living every single day going to a golf tournament and they play for the weekend, they might not make the cut, which means they don't make any prize money. It's a difficult life being a professional golfist. So I thought what we would do is talk to a professional golfer and get an idea of what life is like. So let's talk to Tamela Malloy. He's on the Sunshine Tour locally, 28-year-old South African golfer, and he joins us now. Tamela, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us. Good evening, John. Good evening to you and your listeners. Yeah, when you when you look longingly, I imagine as a South African golfer to to the Belfry and what's happening at the Wells Fargo, is that the dream that one day you will be out there challenging Jason Day for the lead? Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, we work very hard and practice every single day, and that's the end goal to be one of mm. the best golfers out there in the world. And it's just we watch them and we learn from them, and that's where we want to be. That's where definitely where I want to be. How did golf start for you, Tamelo? So, luckily for me, I come from a golfing family. So, my grandfather was a golfer, my uncles uh, played golf, my dad played golf, he also played on the Sunshine Tour. Mm -hmm. So, he's the one that got me involved in, in, in golf. Uh, so he had he had a golf uh, academy in in the free state in a small town called Butabelo, uh, close to Bloemfontein, and he would take all the youngsters there and teach them golf and take them to tournaments, and uh, that's how I got into golf. Uh, it's in your blood. You didn't really have a choice, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, I fell in love with it, so it was mm. a win-win. What when you when you watch the Tiger Woods story and you, you you see these golfers they they started very young did you did you have the knack when you started early in in your life? No, I didn't. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> uh, you know, growing growing up in the free state uh, in Bloemfontein, it's all about either you're gonna play soccer or you're gonna play rugby. And right. I spent I spent a lot of my time. I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be going to uh, private schools. So I spent a lot of time with Africanos and uh, I just played rugby. Mm. And uh, I think only around the age of 11 or 12, that's when I decided to just go with golf and fell in love with the sport. It's an expensive sport. So were you lucky enough to be able to get through all of that and pay the course fees and everything because of your dad's history? Yes, yes. Mm. So, yeah, I was fortunate enough that my dad was able to pay at the time for me to go play junior events and attend junior events. And then luckily for me in 2009, uh, I got selected to be part of the annual foundation, okay. which is a very great initiative. I mean, they brought, brought, uh, brought me into this new world where uh, I get to fly to different provinces, get to play uh, amateur events and see a different world. And I mm. guess that's where I started falling in love with uh, what golf was presenting to me. And, it was just a dream, and I was just enjoying it. And that's how I got to uh, feel like, you know what, I can actually uh, make a living playing golf and actually try and achieve a lot more doing golf. Mm. Uh, tell us more about the Ernie Els Foundation. It's something that's mentioned, but they, they're just churning out talent, aren't they? Yes. So they're they, they, they doing a very good job. So uh, I'm not 100% sure how it works now, but at the time when I was there, uh, you would either get to play a tournament where they recruit players mm -hmm. or or they recruit you through the, the amateur rankings. So it was all, they didn't just take anyone, it was all right. uh, performance-based. 
and then they get and they help you to become a better player and obviously make things easier because they pay for I mean when I say everything I mean absolutely everything they pay yeah. for your coaching your yeah. school uh, they're very good they're very like strict in education you gotta be doing well in school besides doing well in golf and they pay for absolutely everything when you go to tournaments you don't worry about anything sure uh, that must have changed the way that you approached the sport because because suddenly you could focus not only on your school but on the sport as well. Exactly, definitely, definitely. And that, that, that's huge because of uh, this game is a very tough, tough game. So mm. it takes a lot on your mind. If your mind is not in the right place, it's tough to go out there and compete. Okay, then you decided to, to turn professional. So why not make your life just a little bit harder? Talk us through that decision. <laughs> So, uh, so when I when I left the foundation after Matrika, I went to Tux uh, and I played golf at Tux, mm-hmm. and then uh, I started PGA diploma. Uh, so I became a professional golfer, but a teaching pro. And then uh, 2018, that's when I gave him my amateur status to become a professional golfer. So I played on the IGP and Big Easy Tour uh, uh, to try and get myself into the Sunshine Tour. Mm-hmm. And then, but luckily the Big Easy Tours and IGT Tours all play in Gauteng. So, I mean, I was not aware of how expensive the sport can get. And then I got my Sunshine Tour card, and then there's this new world that just got opened, where uh, now things are a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, to, just to give a breakdown of things, you, if you don't have a minimum of about 350,000 rand to play a season, you can't sure. play even. Okay, I need to understand this. And it, and you know, when when we talk to Melo about about professional golfers, you always think uh, private airplanes, and then they put up at the best hotels, and then they're asked to play, and they paid appearance fees. For an average South African golfer, and I don't want to, if you know what I mean, I'm not calling you average. You're a great golfer. How does it work when you're playing the Sunshine Tour? So, yeah, I mean, everyone, that's what everyone thinks because that's what everyone sees on TV. Yeah. But unfortunately, for, for the guys that are just only getting on tour or that have been on tour but been struggling on tour, it, that's not the life. I mean, uh, we travel from province to province driving there. Uh, for instance, uh, we, there's an event where uh, we got in the car, four of us in a car, drove to PE, Humud, mm-hmm. played an event there. Event oh, we lost. Sorry, we, we lost you there. You were telling yeah, us you drove to. Sorry, Tamela, you, you lost you. You're saying that you drove to PE, played the event? Played the event, finished on Sunday. And then we got in the car that afternoon, drove to KZN to Wild Coast. Played yeah. that event. When, when the event finished, got in the car, drove to Jobek, had like a two day rest. Got in the car, went to Sun City to go play there. Sure. So I mean, that's that's not uh, the lavish life that people see on TV. <laughs> it's a very tough life. And and you pay your own way to be able to travel and and put yourself up at hotels, or does the, does the tournament put you up? No, no. Uh, all the costs are all on you. Uh, wow. You, the travel costs, your carry fees. I mean, you have to. You're forced to take a carry on tour. Mm-hmm. So your carry fees, you have to cover your carry. You have to cover your food. You have to cover accommodation your transport, and so a lot of the times when you, you don't have the financial support, you end up having to withdraw from events and not playing all of the events mm. because of, it just takes a lot in you. And sometimes 
you, I mean, you asking around for money just before the event, sure. and uh, you get the money the day before you have to leave. You go and play, but to be honest, you never really mentally prepared to go play that event. Mm-hmm. And you just by that, just by not being mentally prepared, you're about four to five shots behind the field, or behind the guy that's been prepared for the past two, three uh, weeks or a month mm-hmm. ago, knowing that he's gonna go there. Is it? Do you make good money though, Tamelo? It, it it sounds like a really difficult life. Can you can you make a living being a professional golfer? So on on the Sunshine Tour, uh, so off late on the Sunshine Tour, they've brought up some big events. I mean, they've partnered with the uh, DP World Tour and and the Challenge European mm. Challenge Tour. Mm. So it's made the tour a bit more difficult to play in. But at least, luckily, there's there's a lot more money to play for now. But to be honest, uh, if I speak for myself, the plan is to to play Sunshine Tour and use a, and use Sunshine Tour as a stepping stone to go play on the bigger tour. Right. So Sunshine Tour is not really where I'm thinking I, I want to go make a living. It's just uh, if I make a living, great. But the the thing is, I just want to use it as a stepping stone to just go play bigger tours and just keep on moving up and end up being on the PGA Tour. Okay, so you earn ranks, uh, you earn points on the co-sanctioned events. Eventually, yeah. you get an invite to go and take part on some of the European Tour events and work your way up there. That's correct. I mean, That's if right. you if you if you win off the order of merit, of sanctioned tour of merit, you get invited into the uh, World Golf Championships, which are after majors are the biggest events in the in the world. So that just opens up a lot of doors. Uh, I guess if you do well there, then you're doing all right. If you win some of those <laughs> entries, you're doing uh, lucky more than all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get there first, and I imagine yeah, lots I of practice. How do you how do you fit in? It, if you're doing a four-day Sunshine Tour event, Monday, Tuesday practice, play the rounds. Uh, I, I guess you got to do a pro-am at some point. How does how does the a week work? So, if if I have a tournament starting on Thursday, just an example. Uh, mm. Sometimes on the big events, we, you're not even in the event, so you prep and prep for an event that you're not even going to be playing most probably. So you have to go play a pre-qualifier on a Tuesday. Oh wow! So okay. So you get there on a Monday to play a practice round for the pre-qualifier. You play the pre-qualifier, uh, there's about 100 players for like 10 sports. Mm-hmm. You get in, you, you play well, you get into the event, then Wednesday you go play a practice round, and then you've got <laughs> the tournament starting on Thursday. So only the, the, the top guys uh, that have been playing well, that's if you mid-season, but beginning of the season, and the guys that played the, well the previous season, they get into events. Mm. So that's the... That's the uh, tough part about when you just got, get on tour. You, most of the time, you're not even in events. You spend half of your career, pre, uh, half of the season, having to preach you. Now, you, you've got yourself some sponsorship, which is good news. How, is, how, how did they help you? How does a sponsor help a professional golf player? So having a, having a sponsor is, is extremely uh, amazing. It's huge because of, like I said earlier on, uh, if you're able to just uh, focus on your golf and be able, whether the sponsor is able to cover for the whole season or the sponsor can cover for six tournaments, uh, it helps a lot because then you can say, for I know the six tournaments I'm going to definitely play. You can prepare towards those six tournaments. So when you go play those six tournaments, you just focused on golf and nothing else right. because you've had, you've had all this time to work on it and prepare for it.
Okay, so it, it helps cover your accommodation a little bit. It helps uh, pay for your food. You don't have to worry about where your next paycheck is coming from. You can just focus on playing the game. Exactly, exactly. Cool. And, and obviously, yeah, it's, it's crash to talk money, but the, this new sponsorship you've got is, is able to help you with that? Yes, yes, uh, uh, they, they are, definitely. I mean, uh, I don't know if I can mention the sponsor's name. Yeah, go for it, why not? Yeah, so yeah, the sponsor's name is Evotel. They've mm -hmm. uh, they've been helping me for the past three months now, uh, three or four months. I'm not 100% sure, sorry. And uh, they they give me a certain amount for the month and uh, to go play events. And I mean, just because I know how much I'm going to be getting beginning of the month, mm -hmm. I know I have the schedule, so then I can plan for the for the for the month. So that okay, with this amount of money, uh, I can at least play two tournaments a month. So I can prepare and pick and choose the venues where I know I can actually play well right. and not just go play because of I've got the money to go play. And you, you've read, have you seen the difference in your game? You said, what did you say earlier? Four strokes. Have you seen those four strokes being coming to you? Definitely. I wouldn't say four. Uh, <laughs> it, it, takes, it, takes, it takes time. Sure. But uh, uh, some, rounds, some rounds you see two, some rounds you see seven, some rounds mm. you see one, some rounds right. you see no shot. But it all adds up at the end of the tournament, you know what I mean? So on average in a tournament, you about if you can save about six shots, it's mm. huge. But you're feeling that's the difference. The difference? Yeah, that's the difference between either making a cut or finishing top 10, you know what I mean? Oh, good point, yeah. And that's a big difference, yeah. Okay, so Sunshine Tour is winding down now. It has wound down. What are you guys doing at the moment? So actually, we the next event is next week. Arabella okay. and Cheetah. The uh -huh. first event we've got, we've got uh, five events, and then we've got about a three-week break in winter. So we've got next week it's Arabella. The week after it's Zim. The week after that we uh, going down to Fishing, and then we back here. We go into Sun City, and then we back here at Irene. <laughs> you played Session and then Sun City one week after another. Yeah, they just follow each other. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a different so, golf course. So, you go, so Cape Town, uh, Zim, uh, Fishing, where it's okay. a short course where you don't really need your driver, tight yeah. course, and then you go, you go to some city where it's a long course, you got to hit it long and straight, and you come back and you can play Arena, which is also another short course. So, as I say, if you're able to prepare for events, you can pick and yes, choose events and say, so you know what, I'm very good in my wages. I don't really hit the ball that long. So I'm going to skip Gary player, but I know if I go to Fishing, I'm going to play well there. Mm. So you prepare for Fishing and you skip Sun City, as an example. Yeah. Tamela, good chatting to you. Good luck on the Sunshine Turn. We'll keep an eye out for you on top of the leaderboards when we give out those scores. Thank you. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate it. Tamela Malloy playing on the Sunshine Tour. He's got himself a new sponsor. He's 28 years old. Good luck to him. Hopefully we'll see him on the Sunshine Tour's uh, top order of merit and then get him onto Europe. Good luck.